Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the warm voice of your local announcer with today's eating aids for drinking all packaged goods and uh, all happiness to you from me uh, and uh, restaurants all over the place. Uh, Tom Fitzmorris, your favorite restaurant. Something or another. Something or another. <laughs> and uh, with us is... The wife. The, the wife. Uh, Mary Ann, if you don't know who that is. Mary Ann, yeah. 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 Um, did you get a haircut today? No. No. This is a program about food, about restaurants, about cooking, and about all of that. And here we are parked on the corner of this little uh, little stool that I have. Well, it's not a stool, is it? It's little little. Um, it's a big black chair. Big black chair. Well, yeah, this one is. But then there's this. Oh, the heck with it. Okay, so uh, what we have been doing uh, all day long is thinking, at the very least, about the food scene around town, and in some cases. Uh, actually doing something about it, writing a few paragraphs about it and letting you know about it. I wrote one this morning about uh, a dinner that we had last night, the Marys, as I refer to them as. The Marys uh, came up with the idea to go to the name of that place always eludes me. Fogo de Chão. Fogo, Fogo, F-O-G-O? Mm-hmm. Fogo de, mm-hmm. or de? D-E. D-E. C H A O. A O. is kind of how it comes out, or something like that. Did well, you? maybe not as dramatic. It's Sean. Okay. Well, we'll take it that way. Uh, your daughter, my daughter too, uh, were wondering whether uh, we could do, go do that for dinner last night. I don't know whose idea that was, but it was a good idea. It was actually my idea because someone was asking about culinaries or talking about the culinary at Brasa, which I wish I had remembered to throw out also because it's a steakhouse as well. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that about culinaries, to me, the thing to remember is the best value would automatically be a steakhouse because at steak prices... Where in the world are you going to get a steak plus two courses for forty dollars? Is that how much it was? I thought it was. I thought it was thirty something, but it seemed it's like thirty nine. Oh, oh, it's well, thirty nine. It's, it's a great summer thirty seven. But anyway, um, actually, it wasn't that good a deal for no? us. I don't think it was no. because hmm. the, you know, you can go to Fogo and get. A salad bar for five dollars, fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars at lunch, and I believe I don't know what it is at dinner, but you can get the salad bar, which is an extensive, gorgeous salad bar of premier ingredients, which includes the black bean stew, which whose name I can't pronounce, and the bacon, and all just it's just a really good deal for this one price of this salad bar that is as i said really beautiful so um if you eat a lot of meat do you 
I have been known to, but I just don't feel like eating very much right now. No. So I had two or three chicken drum drumettes. Drum drumettes. You know, drumettes. Like, they you know, sound the, like well, if you have a chicken wing, you have like a two, unit in a parade. You have two parts <laughs> of a chicken wing. Uh-huh. And then one of them is what amounts to a small leg. So they call that a drumette. So I had two or three of those. I think two, really. And then a couple of the um, bacon-wrapped pieces of chicken. Mm -hmm. And um, the sausage, which I don't dislike. I do actually like it, but it's different than the sausage that they used to have, which I do prefer. So... You know, if you were going to get, like, steak, more steak and more steak, then probably, mm. yes, it would be a good deal. But you don't eat anything anymore. So you had, I don't. You had what, like, one piece of the chicken drumette, not even, you didn't finish that, and then another small piece of something else. And and uh, you like that piranha or something, what's it called? Yeah, Picante, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned something. it because I this is something I've taken notice of, uh, this uh, Fogo de Chao place. They have uh, many different kinds of, of uh, meats, most of which are, you know, in the medium well to well uh, category. And it's every th several different cuts well, of Well, it's however beef. you ask for it. Huh? It's however you ask for yeah, it. But it's well, mostly yeah, medium true. rare, but they do, have some, they do have some parts of the edges that are, that are well done, and that's what we always ask them to mm -hmm. carve. Mm hmm well, uh, th but that other one, that mention uh, that you made of, what did, let me, I'm going to write it down this time. It's picanha, I think. Picanha, yeah. It, I think it's, it's P-A-C-A-H-N-E or P-A-C-A-N-H-E, one of those. It's funny because uh, all, or it could be all, something else too. all the steaks that I see over there are, you know, familiar, except that one. It's It sits on the skewer. And they have these big, they look like pogo sticks or something. But anyway, they it uh, it just rests on there and fairly thin. Or you can get it really, really thick. But the, the kind of in the middle is really good. It's got a totally different taste from anything else. It's the, uh, the flavor of, it's it's a back, uh, back cut uh, back there in mm -hmm. the round, you know. Well, one of the things that, you know, as is typical of the culinaries... Typical yeah. of the culinaries. How many yeah. times today will you say that word? Yeah, I probably won't. Words? But um, but I've found that in really, really delving into the culinary menus, yeah. there's only a handful of them that I would actually do because I'm not crazy about the menu. And no. I've said it before, if I'm going to spend $40 a person somewhere, you could probably get whatever you want for that. Mm -hmm. So I... You know, I was not surprised when we arrived at Fogo and the discs that you use, the red side, the green side, you know, red uh -huh. means enough. I've had enough and green means please give me more. And um, <laughs> when when he seated us, he took those away and I thought, whoa, 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 why are you taking those away? Is this like a fixed menu or something? And he said... Um, no, but the culinary is a special disc. Mm. So that meant automatically that it was not going to be what yeah. I was expecting. Well, so what they had eliminated from it was actually our favorite thing there, which was the big beef rib. 
And um, you like beef ribs? I'm crazy about beef ribs. Oh, you really? Very rare, very very hard to find. But yes, I'm crazy about beef ribs. Fogo has a great beef rib. I mean, there's not a lot of meat on beef ribs, but um, but what is there is there's a lot of lot of fatty and and, and I solid like that bone too. I like that. But anyway, yeah. um, so that was the first thing that they took off, and also. Um, Lamb, which I wouldn't have gotten anyway. Yeah, and they told us they weren't. And there were one lamb. or two other uh, kinds of meats that, you know, I mean, there was a lot on it. You know, they had like there were. I think they they said they do 16 meats, and they removed four of them for the culinary. Well, before we uh, warm up too warm here, I want to make the the most probably the most important point that you ought to know about this. All the different cuts of, of beef that it serves, uh, they are basically served or predominantly served uh, from uh, a, an all-you-can-eat uh, skewer. And away you go. And uh, yeah, it's like the classiest all-you-can-eat version around. You know, I mean, it's it's really it's good. Are you turning my mic down or turning no, your no, headset down? Because no, I would recommend that you turn your headset it, down. It, Blew off my head for a second there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so it was good. They they had a dessert that came with it, which was surprising. They had three choices for dessert. Yeah. And I thought uh, they were okay. One of them was a you had uh, the key lime key lime pie, which was very very key limey. Very slow layer. Wait, what's the word I'm looking Tart. for? Tart. Tart, but not too much. Okay, so it was, it was good. sweet, but not too sweet. Oh, it was, good. It was, so good. It was good. It was, yeah, it looked nice, too. It, looked, it was very pretty, yeah. yeah. It was a teeny tiny piece, which I, you know, is probably maybe a third or a fourth of the size that you would get if you ordered a real dessert there, which, again, the idea of a culinary, I think, is that you, you know, have the experience that you would have for a reduced price. You know, uh, but if you are reducing the portion size infinitesimally, then that stops uh, being such a great deal. Yeah, you know, I like, like I wanted to see what the cheesecake looked like, and it was a sliver of cheesecake, maybe a quarter of an inch. Reverting back uh, to key lime pie, it's uh, it's been a long time since I it's thought good, of though. it. It's good, though. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time I've thought about it in a long time, but I remember going out to Key West. And uh, you know, sloshing around out in the and and surfing, of course. You you know how I am in surfing. Yeah. And uh, and I just slipped and fell on so doggone many uh, keys and limes. I just oh kept, golly! You know, I'm on my my face. Oh. Every, oh wait, I'm supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed my cue. <laughs> oh look. We're, we're, we're going over into the red okay. uh, red marker here. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Who is here? Oh, we have a caller? Yeah, I know, but who? Amazing. Let's Greg. Hear. Oh, Greg is here. Hi, Greg. Greg, welcome to hey, the food show. Watch Thank out for the limes. You will uh, not want to <laughs> trip on a, on a key lime. Now, would you rather trip on a key or a lime, Tom? I would imagine a um, key would be a little less... Well, the, I'm probably Slashy. I've probably lost a key somewhere, so I can rip 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 rip. This is fascinating, isn't it, Greg? Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Greg, uh, take us out of the mire here. And I was going to say, Marianne, I'm with, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm totally with you with the price and the bang for your buck for culinary. I would much rather the Revion menus. 
around Christmas time. I think those are, if I had to pick one of the two, I think I like those menus better uh, than the culinary. The Revion menus that come out. Oh, the Revion menu. Well, it's the same organization, same outfit. Yeah. They uh, do more or less the same things, but I can well, see I don't think Well, I don't think they do the same thing at all. I think the cool uh, the men, the Revion is not a reduced rate, but more of a Christmas theme. Yeah. Culinary, the idea the is portion, like restaurant yeah. week everywhere else. What? Right. The, the portions I like better. I think that the menus, if you compare them side by side. Right. The Revion, right. yeah, and I and I got I mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt. I mean, I totally get it. It's, it's one is August, one is December. It's you know two different times of year. But if somebody asked me which do you prefer, I would I would say the Revion for sure. Um, yeah, and I think most okay. restaurants bring it better. I think they bring it better. It's a, it's a different type uh, of food they present um, that time of year too. So um, look, I was reading and I was going back in time. I know you guys talk about restaurants of yesteryear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef Rene, who passed away last year, is it Baju? 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I when when he appeared recently again, I I was uh, almost surprised to say, well, he's Rene is is back again because no, he, Dominique. Yeah. Are we talking Dominique? Yeah. Okay. And we were, and he was coming and for and going back. I had and, to jump back. And we didn't, Sorry, we didn't ahead. see, uh, we didn't see him for a long time. He's a great chef, especially if you like that northeastern kind of style of uh, French cooking. Is this about Bordeaux? Because I had to Not jump exactly. up for a second. Have you been? To Greg, did you no, ask about this Bordeaux? Is, no, this is. I, I saw that he had passed away, and I was reading his. The, the column on him in NOLA.com, or maybe there was the Times Picune, that he had a restaurant in the warehouse district Again, right after yeah. 2000. Uh, two, uh, Renee's Bistro, I believe. Are we talking about Renee? Yeah, it, oh, yeah. It, yeah. It was, it was um, on Gerard uh, right off the chop. Okay, now, now, Greg, I'm going to flatter myself right now and say that the reason that you're oh, asking about Renee yourself. is that you read NoMenu.com. I'll yeah. look it over <laughs> yeah, I, I, while yeah. you're As not soon as looking. Tom's done, I can listen to what you're saying. Okay, what, is that true? <laughs> no, no, it was actually, it was a couple of weeks ago. I had some old newspaper clippings, and I saw that oh, they honored him. You know, they talked about his life, and he had passed away. He was working in Jackson, Mississippi, of all places, I think at a country club, maybe. Uh, that's exactly um, right. Well, then it's a funny coincidence, because today on NoMenu.com, Rene Bajot is mentioned oh, yeah. in, yeah, in oh, the piece okay. about Lafitte. No. That's a funny coincidence. Things yeah. happen, don't you? Well, you know, there's only uh, 500 people. Well, that's what I get here. for flattering myself. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, did y'all go to his bistro in 2000? I think it was open around 2001, I believe. It was uh, something like that. It was a uh, it was a terrific restaurant in that French style. Uh, and yeah. he, at, at, over the years, it popped up at other restaurants, and in some cases, it was uh, it was. You, you would think about it and say, gosh, what's going on here? And uh, you'd find out. It, it's hard to explain, but uh, he, he was a, a major player for quite a while. Well, they mentioned one restaurant, too. I don't remember this one for some reason. It was Cote, C-O-T-E, Brasserie, Cote, Cote Brasserie well, or something like, like that. Like Cote Brasserie. That's the one yeah. you're talking about, Tom, isn't yeah, it? In the, exactly right. in the Renaissance no, see, Hotel in the Warehouse one. District, this, Le Cote Brasserie. This one was <laughs> This one was before that, though. This one was called Renee's Bistro, B-I-S-T-R-O-T. It's the same place. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's the same place. Place. I think he's had five restaurants with that it's name It's the same it. place with a name like, change. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that, that makes sense. Okay, but, okay, but that makes sense. None of this takes away from his talent or his ability 
uh, if he's there and he's cooking, you will have a great meal from him. Yeah, well, he's passed away now, so nobody's uh-huh. going to be eating any of his food. Again? <laughs> no, really. I'm, I'm serious. I, lose, I kept losing okay. track of him. Yes. And, and, uh, he can only pass away once, though. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, anyway, no, sorry, that was I lose it. That was... That was before my time in the city, and uh, I never, I never went. Unfortunately, I never was able to go there. But I heard it was really a, a good place for many years. So yeah, it, it it definitely was that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we got that taken care of. All right, guys. And, and I'm crushed. I'm up. crushed that you didn't ask that question because you were reading nomenu.com. I insist that you go read it. Go ahead. What now? It's the food show. And we will return with more of it in just a moment after First Please This. In the meantime, call us, 260-6368, 260-6368. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. You are part of it, too. You're always welcome here. If you ever want to ask or tell us something about anything, uh, you know, roast beef poor boys, um, candy bars, uh, big racks of lamb with beautiful sauces and uh, lots and lots of presentation, all of that we love talking about, but everything in between as well. Give us a call. Our telephone number is 260-6368, If you call right now, you'll get right in. And uh, it's uh, we, we've had, uh, for reasons that I can't truly cannot fathom, uh, for the last couple of months, we seem to be having very busy programs, lots and lots of people called about all kinds of things, which is exactly what I hope happens, and it, and it has been happening big time for the last uh, few weeks. So uh, go ahead and, and, and uh, call us, and the reason I'm telling you this is that uh, these people who have been calling have been telling us uh, some some things that we didn't know about or that uh, that are just striking for one reason or another. So, let's see. Right now, uh, the main uh, thing going on is that during this month, you have the uh, the uh, in, uh, surprise, what, huh? F the, uh, uh, we are in what the sense, well, uh, we were coming back from that wonderful festival that we have at this time of year. And, uh, and how good that that has been and what a great bargain it is. Oh, the culinary, the you culinary, mean? Talking about culinary? The yeah. culinary. Yeah. Which so, are you me, are you going back to Fogo, or are you talking about culinary in general? I don't I don't think we officially uh, shifted anything, you know, sent out a, a, an order or anything, but uh, but uh, it all works together reasonably well, and we have some interesting. So the report on talk. on Fogo was that it was good. Yeah, was yeah, good. I thought it was a good evening. Uh, yeah. It's a very comfortable restaurant. You know, it's interesting. People you see there are typically pretty well dressed. And some of these people that I'm talking about are people who are not very well dressed at all. They're hardly dressed. Uh, You're talking uh, about at Fogo? At no, no. no uh, well, yeah, I would be in this case. Uh, but the uh, uh, it, it, I think there's you, a lot of tourists there. It's a lot well, of tourists, uh, yeah. which kind of surprises me because you wouldn't go to New Orleans uh, and go to but, a Fogo. But listen to my point. Uh, the people who do come from out of town and land there are typically dressed up in suits and ties. And it's like the, uh, you know, the local people that don't have the ties or the shirts or the pants sometimes. <laughs> Thank goodness we don't get too much of that. And uh, it's funny. I've, I've noticed that pretty much for the last couple of years that uh, 
Nobody wants to dress up. Well, that's nothing new, but yeah, that's that's your general thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Mm-hmm. Before Doug tells us today is National Garlic Bread Day. Oh, one of the good ones. Where's and the place other than Commander's? I Palace? I was about to say, and that brings to mind Commander's Palace mm, because to me that is absolutely fantastic garlic bread, and I'm sorry to say my favorite thing there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but every year on the 1st of April, I do, I write a restaurant review that's a complete fake, mm-hmm. and it's just a joke. And it's uh, a, a, a preposterous uh, offers of different things. But uh, this, it wasn't, let's see, it was about two, three years ago, uh, I had the entire staff of Commander's Palace, including the chef, you know, and and uh, Ella Brennan was actually still there at that time, uh-huh. and um, a couple other such people standing in the neutral ground and giving away garlic bread. And that, and the, I had a little line underneath that said, "This is what Commander's Palace is doing for everybody." That uh, here on the fourth, on the uh, not the fourth of July, but and uh, I, I was, <laughs> it was so preposterous. Uh, that they were giving away the garlic bread in, in the in the neutral ground yes. on, on St. Charles Avenue, yeah. but uh, this is something that tells you a little bit about the Bredens. They went along with it for a while yet, and they thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. Hmm. So uh, thank uh, you know I I love getting in a joke once in a while you know just once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's rare. Yeah. Anybody on? Anyway, uh, garlic bread. You know I had. <laughs> This is a memory that I have whenever I think of Commander's Palace garlic bread. Mm-hmm. For my 60th birthday, <laughs> I I had a birthday really? party yeah. at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And so that required remembering to bring everything to the friend's house because I catered it myself because oh. I made all of my favorite things. But my sister surprised me. By, I mean, I knew one of them was coming in, but the other one surprised me, and they just showed up at the door, and we spent so much time just having sisterly fun that a lot of the food that was supposed to get done that day did not get done. Mm. Like, I remember I had these sad little, what was supposed to be kebabs. Just like little dry meatballs. Oh, this is sad. This was, this it, is was, sad. it was very sad. I mean, fortunately, there were some things that were still done, but other things were not done. But I had like three or four loaves of French bread that were going to be turned into Commander's Palace style garlic bread just because it was my birthday and I love it and I was going to have it for the party. But it went in as as French bread and then once the party started, of course I wasn't going to start making garlic bread, but it just sat there and it ended up as bread just like it was because nobody did it. Mm. Well, that's too bad. It was. It was one of the several things that were uh, culinarily disappointing about the party. But that was the only thing. It was. It was a great party. Great. Well, great it birthday. could have been super nu- numerary too, so you could. Uh, yes. Have had all kinds of fun. That's with it. right. Anyway, uh, Commander's Palace garlic bread is the best one. I like garlic bread just about any place. You know, you used to have mm-hmm. a really good one, according to Mary Lee. I never did have it, but Duke, Chef Duke 
at uh, Cafe Giovanni. I'd believe anything about Chef Duke. Had this big, almost loaf of bread. And Mary Lee was so enamored of that garlic bread, she talked about it often. And um, I don't know if he's going to have it at his new place, Dabs, when that opens. But um, maybe he should, because it was apparently really, really good. Because our daughter is a very discriminating diner mm-hmm. i would say but garlic bread to me i i used to think of garlic bread as just garlic and butter and then commanders elevated it to a whole new world and now i do when i do garlic bread i do chopped parsley garlic the butter and i think they have dill on theirs and just gobs of parmesan so it becomes more like a it becomes more like a a a, a white pizza. A white pizza. It becomes more like a white pizza. Um, speaking of white pizza, has anyone been to the new Bonky? No, it's not Bonky. It's Bonchi, I think. Can do you have something to tell? And I will go take care of this. Uh, no, we just yeah. have. I have a car in oh, the okay. shop. Is that it? That I keep getting called on. So you you <laughs> take it. And, well, actually, okay. I can wait for a few more minutes. Right. Anyway, Bonchi or it's probably Bonchi because oh I know what you're talking because about because it's C H is is the hard C so yeah. it's Bonchi in the in the warehouse district it is a Roman style pizza and the reason that I mention it mm. in relation to garlic bread is that one of the choices of the pizza is. One of my favorite things, cacio e pepe. Ooh, everybody loves that unless they've never had it before. <laughs> well, even if you haven't had it, you love it because what's wrong? What could be wrong with it? It's garlic. Uh, I mean, it's not garlic actually. It's pepper, parmesan, and hot pasta. That's it. Mm. But the cacio e pepe that you see, like like Italy has a pizza called cacio e pepe. And it's pretty much garlic and wa- and olive oil and Parmesan cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, had that for a while, and it was really, really good. And I don't know why they they Andy's Bistro. Andy's Bistro is highly underrated. I agree. They have real good. Steaks. I agree. They have uh, very good seafood. It's not underrated by me. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. I you know it, every time I go there, I say why why have I left this behind when there is so there's so much good food in here? It's uh it's on Turnbull, about a half a block off of Veterans Highway on the lakeside. It's been there for a long time. Uh, in fact, I had in one of these little clippings that I have from restaurants, uh, there was. Uh, uh, a couple of guys. It was Archie Manning and right when it was Archie uh, and Danny's, and, right? Right, and they yeah. had that place. Well, you know, he's always owned that building, yeah, yeah. and so after all those restaurants had come and gone, he finally said, "Okay, look, how hard can this be? I'm going to do it myself." And he found out that it was very hard, but yep. that they also had a knack for it. So now they have their second location, Three B's in Lakeview. But I had a. I had a sad experience at at Andy's Bistro. Oh, what was it? And you know what? It is totally my fault. Mm. And and it's this obsessive need that I have to not have anything go to waste. They had a fantastic um, creamy pasta Mm. and Alfredo that I had absolutely no business taking home. But I did take it home. And it was lying next to my favorite handbag, this gorgeous 
Oh, you are this asking gorgeous for that. camel leather Ted Baker bag, and now it's got a big grease stain on it. It's mm-hmm. my fault totally, but I just will never forget that stupid, stupid move of mine. Anyway, Andy's Vistro is a wonderful place, but they were serving. They were serving. They started out with these little cheese biscuits, and then they they stopped the cheese biscuits for some reason. And then they started serving this flatbread that was just olive oil, just uh, garlic, and Parmesan cheese. And it was even more delicious than the cheese biscuits. So it was like one or the other. They're both divine. And then they stopped serving that, too, which was kind of Mm. a bummer. But anyway, I still love Andy's Bistro. Yeah, I am. And I I love Kevin. Anyway, we have a break. 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. You're listening to WWL-FM 105.3 HD2. Thank you. Oh, hello there. Welcome back. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. our our buddy here, the Mary, uh, the Mary. Sometimes <laughs> the we have a, Mary. Mary Ann is here, and watching over things. Mary Ann hired me for the gig here at the radio station a long, long time ago. But why talk about that when you can talk about all the other things that uh, one can eat and enjoy and uh, and get around. And, uh, We're talking about garlic bread. Does anybody else ooh. know of a really great garlic bread in town? I know that Commander's Palace is king, and they probably don't like the fact that people talk about the garlic bread probably as much as anything else there, but it is rather superb garlic bread. Impostatus. So does it, I've, never, I've, never had, I've never had garlic bread there. Now, they have their regular bread, which is fantastically it's fantastic, good. Yeah. But I've never had their garlic bread. You just have to bread. ask it, and then they'll go back there and throw it in the oven. And oh, so essentially they take that same fantastic yeah. bread and put garlic butter on it? Well, yes. I would imagine uh-huh. that would be really good because the bread itself is just superb. It really is. Superb. They get it from Angela's the little bakery tucked in the corner on Elise at um, mm-hmm. at yeah. West Metairie. Elise at West Metairie. Yeah, or West no, Metairie and Elise. What? That was the ending point of prom night. Oh, yay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it, just, it just came to mind. Okay. What else could you put on the, could that corner? Well, Angelo's Bakery and Angelo's, Domino's Pizza that, and a few other things. That's a real sleeper. Uh, Angelo's? Angelo's. Oh, it's wonderful. It's really good. And you can buy bread. their bread, but you have to get there before, I think, either Early 10 morning, or yeah. noon. Yeah. Like but you day. can buy that bread separately. And for a while there, I was on this kick where I was making my, my own muffaladas, mm-hmm. and I was going to get the long bread, the long braided Italian loaf. And even though it's really not a proper muffalata bread because a muffalata bread has sort of a denser stiffer crumb yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want this. you don't want french bread for a muffalata no well this isn't really french bread i mean this would be the italian bread but it's their their bread inside of that crusty shell when you heat it up uh is sort of doughy and that's really not the proper bread for a muffalata but it's got the sesame seeds on it, and it's just a really great bread. So I, when I was doing those muffaladas for the kids that came down to work after Katrina, I would get, like, these gigantic loaves and then make the muffaladas and slice them in, you know, in, like, two-inch slices. But those mm-hmm. were really good. That oh, was a really good. you can't good. stop eating. But you, you really can't. That stuff is killer. And now uh, there's another side of this that is kind of self-made or kind of, uh, now, when you go to any of the good restaurants that do uh, uh, grilled bread. grilled uh, oysters, 
Okay. Uh, and this is the way things play in in my family for the most part. Believe it or not, the oysters come. They have a, a pool of garlic butter with a little bit of Parmesan cheese, and it all is in, goes in the oven. Drago's, you know, they invented this, and it was it's sizzling at the top and bottom. And after you get the oyster dispatched, this leaves uh, the shell, of course, which is, you know, no use for that in terms of eating. But uh, you also get the garlic butter that's in there, and it's still sizzling. And I know a lot of people, including about half a dozen of them in my direct family, who only eat the oyster, only, only eat the, uh, the garlic butter. And they just get in there with whatever kind of bread they can get their hands on, and it's chomp, chomp. That used to be me, too, until, A, I quit eating bread, and, B, I became obsessed with zinc. So I decided zinc. zinc. Yes. No, wait, wait. So I decided you're, you're to not, start eating oysters. You don't mean, you know, you have to clean out the zinc at home, you no. know, which, as you're supposed to do. No, when I, you, I, mean, I mean the mineral zinc. Oh, the zinc. The yeah. zinc <laughs> mineral. Anyway, that's, I've, that's I've gotten on to, I've got, no, it's not. Huh? I've gotten on to um, doing garlic butter and shrimp. Like, I have this thing now where, yeah, instead of barbecue shrimp, I will take a mixture of olive oil and butter and garlic, gobs and gobs of garlic Mm -hmm. and parsley, Mm -hmm. and then then roast shrimp in that. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, I'm, I'm saying that like it's some it's some great invention. I mean, you can get that just about any restaurant in town, but that's the way I'm doing mm-hmm. it now instead of barbecue shrimp, which I also love. I mean, you know, how how far along can you go with any kind of heated shrimp? I don't know, but here or cold shrimp for that on, matter. Uh, on the line here, two six zero six three six eight two six zero. Do we have a caller? Oh no, oh. <laughs> I was just uh, going after one right now because it would be perfect timing for that person to uh, get in here and share a few things. Well, I've said it before and I'll yeah. say it again. I can talk endlessly about nothing at all. So that's, um, that's a good con- conversation. It is for radio for sure. Anyway, I was eating before I came here. Okay, yeah. I'll let you do that in a second. Okay, go ahead. You can do it. <laughs> Uh, you know Tom's got all these little ads that he's cut out of yeah. these magazines that he's going through well, I, I, in the office. They're and all from like 20 years no, ago. No, 40 years ago, 30, or 40 years ago, like 80s. That'd be almost 40 years ago now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so now he's holding a little ad in his hand. So mm-hmm. go ahead, Tom. What would you like to say about that? Upper uh, left-hand corner, now open dinner. Till six uh, six p.m. until one a.m. Now that's unusual. I mean, not many you know what I think that that is a function of forty years ago. Of, yeah. Also the kind of customer ago. this place got. Forty years ago, um, yeah. Longway Tavern is um, something that I mentioned the other day in a piece. I'd gone to a. Um, like a welcome, we've got a new chef kind of party, and. One of the things about Longway Tavern that's distinctive is it's this old house, uh, and I know there are a million of them in the French Quarter, but there was this couple that lived there back in the early 20th century. They were both writers, and they would work. I mean, let's see, they would stay up all night and work. 
and sleep all day. I don't, I don't know why you need to do that as a writer, maybe a fireman or something. But anyway, um, that was just what they did. It was this couple. And it's, it's good that the couple both had the same desire to be night owls. Cause can you imagine if you were married to someone who wanted to sleep on a different schedule? But anyway, um, they stayed up all night and it was like a stopover place for people who lived in the quarter also who were coming back from whatever for how long whoever knows how long i mean we're talking about way back in the early 20th mm-hmm. century yeah. and oh, so the early 20th that's a the long early time. the early 20th century so these people welcomed all of these strangers and maybe probably not so much strangers but i think they would have welcomed the strangers too but they, it was like, the house was like an open house all night all time all the time and they would come in at any hour of the of the morning in the wee hours of the morning knock on the door they would go in and they would feed breakfast to these people oh how nice and that's sort of the the legend of the Longway tavern but i was looking at that and thinking about that and i looked at the hours for Longway tavern and i realized that i think it closes maybe at midnight or something could be uh and i am and i'm thinking and i'm thinking my how times have changed because mm. You know, a place like that, with a history like that, in the French Quarter so deep, um, it was kind of surprising to think that they were not open until 2 in the morning at least. I'm sure, and and we have a couple people on hold. So We do. That see. is just... Uh, calling over here on the Maroon phone is... I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. Susan, welcome to the food show. Thank you very much for being here. Hi, John. Susan. How are you? Hi. I'm doing fine. How are you? What are you doing uh, all day today? Uh, well, I'm driving in the car at the moment, but I wanted to let you know, because Marianne had mentioned something about who had been to, is it Banchi? Is that how you pronounce yes. it? Yes. I, I, think, I think it's Banchi, yes. Yeah. It's, okay. Well, I, I, I remember it, but I can't remember what exactly. Yeah, it's the pizza place. So you've been uh-huh. there? A Banchi. Yeah, I took oh, a no, friend it's... on Sunday. I had... Uh, been to Italy in June and didn't even know about it. Uh, we were in Rome. That was our last stop from the Amalfi Coast. And so didn't try it in Rome, but tried it Sunday here. And <laughs> Wait, you didn't try it, it in Rome? Really? I didn't know about it then. I read about it after the fact that it was coming here, but it started in Rome. So didn't get to the flagship one. Oh, 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 you're talking about the place itself. I thought you were saying that you'd never had any pizza in Rome. Oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, but actually, this time I did not eat any pizza in Rome. There were yeah. too many other good things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, uh, is, is any of this a, a reference? Go ahead. So what? So anyway, uh, the place here on Julia Street is very casual. Um, very, very tiny. I guess you could say techno in uh, design. <laughs> and, it's tiny, uh, too. Yeah, the pizza is, uh, you know, however big a piece you want, they will literally cut with the scissors and then weigh it. Um, the thing that I liked about it, though, was, of course, the dough is from flour that is from Italy, so that always makes it good. The other thing is the combination of what they put on the pizza, such as the freshwater mozzarella or various types of fresh mushrooms, uh, they used uh, sausage, prosciutto, uh, calamari on some pieces. So 
just different combinations, uh, ricotta cheese, for example. Um, and it was it was quite tasty. They're cooked already, but then they warm them. The thing is, they just need to warm them well enough. If it's not, if it's just lukewarm, do send it back so they can zap it to make sure yeah. it's warm and, uh, enough when you eat it. And these are the things that are important to Luke. In fact, are, so are are is uh, is it is it as good as um, any of the other pizza that you've had in Rome? Um, actually, like I'm saying, I didn't eat pizza when I was in Rome this time. Um, yeah, I know, but like you've, it sounds like you've been there before, so I'm assuming at some point you've had pizza in Rome. It no, would have been like many that. years ago. I don't really oh. remember, to be okay. honest with you. Because, um, you know, in, but, in Rome, the pizza places are so crowded, and there's always, I've never been to one that didn't have a line of people. And so the pizza never gets a chance to get cold, you know, or even cool down. And they and they uh, well, that's, they do. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. different here. Yeah, and the, and so this stuff is going to get here. a little bit colder. What? Also, yeah, have we have to... air conditioning fired up here, so it's going to cool down pretty quickly. And there there were a lot of people when I stopped in. I didn't stay because I didn't have time to eat. But there were a lot of people in there. Uh, but I don't. They had also had a lot of choices of pizza, and I was just wondering. It didn't. I, it didn't look as good. And I know they're, they've only been open four days, so it didn't look as good as the pizza in Rome. But you know, I'm sure they're going to get it together. Update me to this. I've been listening to all of this, but I'm not quite sure. I. Well, know. you haven't seen it yet. What's you haven't. It's in the warehouse district. What's the uh, What's the name of the place? Bonk. Bonchi. Bonchi. Okay. Bonchi. Oh, Bonchi. Well, we had Bunchy. a restaurant of that name that just hit me. It was on uh, Franklin. Uh, no, not Franklin. It's on uh, uh, in Lakeview. Uh, and, you know, Susan Spicer's three restaurants that mm-hmm. she has. Yeah. It's it's on one of them. And it's, it, as a matter of fact, it's a, right across the street from where uh, the uh, steakhouse had been. Mm-hmm. And that they call that Labanchi. No, it's Mondo. I, well, that's Mondo, but this was a different restaurant. Really? It, it was pretty much at the beginning. I don't think she was involved in it. No. No. But anyway, it's the first time I've seen that word in a long time. Well, anyway, it's uh, it's a pizzeria from Rome that has just had one outpost. I think this is the only one in the United States, right? Is that is that what I am? No, led I to think believe? They, I think they have one in Chicago. I think they started ah, there. Is that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did they? My question is, did they weigh it by the kilo? Because hmm. uh, <laughs> that would make it pretty authentic. No, it, no, no, no. It is by the pound, and when you look at the okay. pound price, the pound price is pretty expensive, and there are different prices depending on what the topping is. Yeah. That well, they also have cacio e pepe there too, but they also have that in Italy. And and do they have it? I didn't get anything to go. So do they use the little the little paper wrapper that they stick it in? Well, if you haven't if you didn't get pizza this time in Rome, and the last time was yeah. many years ago, then you probably don't even harder, remember yeah. that process. Yeah, but be. but yeah, they, no, uh, they, have, Rome, they have their uh, brown brown boxes if you uh, okay. want to take it to go. There were okay. people who you know. Um, just came in for to-go orders, or if you had some left over or whatever. So you can you can do that. The best uh-huh. thing probably is to go around 
uh, meal time, and then they're making them and get one that's like right out of the oven, so they don't really have to warm it too much. It hasn't cooled too much. All right, All thanks right. for the report. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Food okay. Show. Bye-bye, Caldo. Michael is here calling us from the green phone. Hello. Marianne and Tom, how are you? Good, uh, how are you? I'm, I'm great, and uh, she's okay. That's about right. <laughs> That's about all. I top out at okay these days. Go ahead. <laughs> well, three sorry, uh, quick just... uh, restaurant reviews from the weekend, some mainstays that we dined at on Saturday, starting uh, with a lunch at Paran's, and, uh, which Tom, the uh, hot sausage po' boy and a cup of red beans is what I have to go for over there. Their hot fatty sausage is just great. It really is great. And then, Marianne, I know your favorite. I actually had Tower of Pizza Saturday night. And, uh, it's not a it favorite. It's good. a curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, the same for 30 about years. right. And, but it's packed. You go on a Saturday night. I know, night, isn't it? Always, always, always. And it's always. a go line, and it's just great. And then Sunday, we had a large group. We had lunch reservations at Empastado Cellars on the North Shore, but Sadly, they were, I don't know what their problem was, if somebody didn't show up for work, but they could not, they were so backed up, they were two hours backed up on reservations. So, oh, wow. Uh, but we called Mandina, and they were able to accommodate a group, about 14 people. You know, and I tell you, I, I find the North Shore Mandinas is just as good as the South Shore. They're consistent, and it's good atmosphere, and, and everybody's food was good and good service. Uh it's just always a consistent, good place to eat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, uh, the one on the North Shore is uh, a much nicer-looking restaurant than the one in uh, – Well, the, the parking's uh, for sure a lot better. Oh, that's uh, – yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm losing my the, taste for old-fashioned New Orleans <laughs> Well, I know. I mean, you, you don't like the old flashbacks. I don't. Uh, yeah. whatever so go ahead. What? Well, I missed – the end of yesterday's show so i didn't hear what was your penultimate lucy i love lucy food because all the ones that everybody mentioned was the only ones that i knew with food so i I just i'm waiting with bated breath to hear what it is okay because you know i looked at i looked it up last night and i enjoyed it all over again and i got to remember when in looking at it i remembered a little bit more about what it was so the premise was she was at the brown derby and she was stalking celebrities and she was staring at them with an open mouth and finally a couple of them got tired of being gawked at like that so they turned the tables on her and so they were looking at her while she was eating spaghetti and if you search it on YouTube, or just I just I just searched it last night, um, and I just put um, I love Lucy Brown Derby. Okay. It was uh, it was the spaghetti episode. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one, and I'm kind of like you. I I love Lucy. I love the show, and if it's on, I'll watch it. But I was not somebody that you know. I haven't seen yeah. like. Stephen or somebody said yesterday or Gregory that their mother watched a hundred, <laughs> yeah. times. I never, I never did that. Yeah. So 
yeah. but I will for, I will look that up. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, search it yeah. because it is really funny. And I, w- I went last night to uh, the television to look it up on AT&T U-verse, which is what we have. And um, I couldn't remember what channel it's on. So if anybody has AT&T U-verse and knows what channel it is, I do want to go look for it so I can watch the whole episode and, well, and see if I can tape it. Do you know? I'm uh, going to look that up uh, one, this afternoon. Thank you all. One, Thank you, Tom. Bye. One of the most interesting parts of all of this is that uh, Lucy and what's her name? The, the Ethel. Other, Ethel. Mm-hmm. They. Oh, we they, have another. Wait, we have another caller, Tom. They. They. Well, this will only take me a second. They. They didn't like each other. Right. At yeah. All. I know. That's what. That's. That's why they called showbiz. All right. Let's go to Michael. Is it or Mike? Mike. Mike, welcome. Hey, can Come you hear me? Over. Yes, I can. Nice to hear you having uh, calling us today. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm actually uh, looking for a restaurant recommendation for tonight. Um, I'm kind of last minute, so it's my anniversary today. But we did a weekend. Well, that Thank was a you. Mistake, but okay. Well, no, we did a weekend trip this weekend, and you know, did a big deal. So it was fun. So we're actually going to go out with the kids tonight, and you oh, know, great. have dinner. So. Uh, so I'm just kind of, uh, I'm in the Lakeview area, but I'm, you know, I can get around. Uh, you know where I would go? Does everybody, uh, like Italian food? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Risuttos. How old are the kids? Big question. How old Uh, are the kids? It doesn't uh, matter. They've got all the spaghetti and meatballs (laughs) that you'd you'd ever need. (laughs) No, it's a fine dining establishment. So how old are the kids? Put them in a little. uh, Never mind. I give up. Go ahead. Ten and six. Ten and six. Okay. Anyway, I think that would be nice with great wine list, great cocktails. uh, Once you get away from the... uh, uh, meatballs and spaghetti. You, if you want to call back or hang That's on, that's restaurant. about it. Also, yeah, Shake yeah, well, Shack or backup. Three Bs. Give me a backup. Yeah. Three um, Bs. Uh, I'll tell you what. Stay on the we have right. the news to get through, and then I'll tell you what. Yeah, this requires a little more. Yeah. Stay tuned. WWL Radio, New Orleans, 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.